Welcome to the Audience Converter Podcast, the podcast for converting your audience from strangers to loyal fans. We dive deep and discuss how entrepreneurs, consultants, and coaches can level up their business to help more people in the world. Now here's your host, the creator of the Audience Conversion Method, Kimberly Whitecamp. Do you find yourself asking questions like, how do I tell if my marketing idea is good? Where should I really spend my time? I'm on a mission to change that. Let's turn how do I know if into I know this works and here's how I'm going to do it. Get your marketing done at Audience Conversion Live happening June 29th through July 1. In this three-day live workshop style event, you are going to create your landing page gift, opt-in copy, and more, and finally shutter the questions on how do I turn my marketing into profit, figure out how to convert your audience from strangers into clients, and a plan for profit from the beginning when you create your marketing at Audience Conversion Live. Check it out at theaudienceconverter.com slash live. Hello, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Audience Converter Podcast for Community Leaders. I am your host, Kimberly Whitecamp, and I'm a copywriter and marketing strategist. And today is a very special episode as I am celebrating 100 episodes of the Audience Converter Podcast for Community Leaders. Now, if you're looking at the numbers on your handy dandy uh, podcast listening device, most likely this episode is number 101 but I wanted to keep everything lined up with the regular schedule. So I am reflecting back today on lessons learned from over 100 episodes in podcasting. Now, for those of you just tuning in, uh, quick fun fact, very few podcasts ever make it past the 12 episode mark. So if you reach 100 episodes, you're among like the top 5% or something of long running podcasts because podcasting in general is still a rather somewhat new and still being expanded upon uh, medium, right? It's expanding. There are so many new things that people are doing with podcasting. They're using it for so many different ways. But of course, I use it as part of my business and as part of marketing my business and connecting with the right people for my world. So a few things that I want to just kind of dive into here is, you know, there's this perception, right? That uh, it's all about your numbers. I see so often when people talk about their marketing, they immediately go to the vanities, right? I have uh, 10,000 people on my email list. I have a 20% open rate. I have a 50% click rate, whatever that looks like. So often people go straight to what I call the vanity metrics. And that's because those are things that aren't tied directly to a sale. Just because you have those numbers, whether they're high or low, doesn't mean your work isn't converting. And that's especially true when we're talking about podcasts. I know a lot of people in podcasting kind of focus on what we call the download numbers, right? Oh, I had 200 downloads this week. I had 1,000 downloads this week. I hit 10,000 downloads. And while that's powerful, knowing that many people are listening to what you have to say, are learning and absorbing and really getting a difference made in their lives by the information that you're putting out, podcasting for me is another form of marketing. So the download numbers, well, it's not that they don't matter. It's that they're not the number one priority. I will tell you right now, I do not have 10,000 downloads per episode. I know people who do, and they have excellent and amazing shows. But a lot of people I know who have those really high download numbers, they don't necessarily have 
great conversion from their show because they don't have a strategy. They don't have a plan on how they want to use their show. And that's what I see a lot when people try out different marketing channels, right? They're like, well, I heard this one's going to work for me, so I'm going to do it. Maybe you dominate. Maybe you know YouTube is your, is your channel of choice and you get, I don't know, 10,000 views per. Now with YouTube, you do have monetization strategies with advertising in which you don't actually have to find your advertisers. But again, it's not going to make it a huge revenue stream for your business until you're in the millions. And very few people ever reach the millions. And the same is true of podcasting. But when you use it as a strategic tool, that's when it makes a difference. So my strategic plan behind the podcast, when I launched just over a year and a half ago, I think is about where we're at. I had a plan. My plan was I was getting into a completely brand new industry, right? If you don't know, I got my start in travel industry software. That was software that was B2B. It was companies selling software solutions specifically to the travel industry. Okay, these are people who specialize in helping the travel industry grow with software solutions. It's a very different industry. It's a very different background. And ultimately, it was a very new space. A lot of people didn't know how to use online marketing, digital marketing. They weren't entirely convinced of how to use it properly. And that's one of the reasons why I left. So I you know, rewind a couple of years ago now. I went to my first ever conference for podcasters, met a bunch of amazing and fantastic people and realized entrepreneurs, coaches, course creators, online experts, those are the people I wanted to help. Those are the people I wanted to reach. Those are the people I wanted to work with. And I decided to launch a brand new business. I was still doing the same thing, right? Copywriting, marketing strategy, taking all I learned about working with people who had a really long buying cycle. We're talking 12 to 18 months from the time someone would hear your name to the time they were ready to sign a contract, right? It's a little bit crazy. And it was really long, a really long buyer cycle for, for that industry. And I took all of the lessons I learned from that and went to apply them to my new industry. However, I didn't have a network. I had been building my business, my reputation, my place in the world of copywriting for the travel industry for three and a half years. And I, you know, I reached out to people, said, Hey, I'm switching. I'm doing this new thing. I'm going into a new industry, but I had absolutely no contacts in this new world, except for a few people I had met at that conference for podcasters. So when I launched my podcast, I did it simultaneously with launching my brand new business. And I had two goals. Number one was to build my reputation fast. And number two was to build my network fast. I wanted to meet a lot of the big names. I wanted to meet people who who knew people who knew people in my new world. And I wanted to be providing a really great and fantastic and powerful resource for my industry as well. And I have absolutely 100% achieved that. Some of my best clients have come from meeting me through the podcast. I get people now reaching out to me, bigger names, smaller names, people in between. It doesn't really matter as long as somebody has a powerful story to share, some really great tips and tricks, and is willing to share their journey with you. I am happy to have them on. But it's interesting because, uh, you know, that was my goal. My goal was to build a network, build connections with the podcast, use it as a tool to meet people. And it has 110% worked. Now, as I said, I do not have 10,000 downloads per episode. I'm going to put that out there into the airwaves right here, right now. I don't have 10,000 downloads per episode. It's not me. It's not what I have. 
That's okay though, because my goals were achieved with the podcast. And that's something I really want you to think about when it comes to your marketing. Why are you doing your marketing activities? Why are you going live on Facebook? Why are you appearing on other podcasts? Why are you hosting your own podcast? Why are you publishing a blog? Why are you creating a video series? Why are you emailing people? You have to have clear and defined goals when it comes to your marketing strategy for you to decide if it's successful or not. My goal was I wanted to meet a lot of people in a short period of time and start growing my network rapidly. Uh, Not a day goes by where I don't hear from at least one person who says, hey, I have somebody for you, or hey, who are you looking for? Or hey, I would love you to participate in my list building activity that I'm hosting right now because you're you're great at what you do and I, I want your message out there for my people. So 100%, the podcast has done exactly what I wanted it to do, which was to use it as a resource to build my network and to build connections. Now, of course, I also wanted to create a great show. And I feel I have done that as well. So many people who have come onto the show, they said, you know, this was a great interview experience for them. They've had a great time. They've had great conversations. They're happy to share it with their networks. So those are just some of the things that I was using the podcast for. And my goals were, you know, create great experience, create great content, and ultimately create a tool, use it as a resource to get my name out there, to become a known person in my industry, which absolutely it's worked. Now let's talk about some of the things that have changed over 100 episodes. Uh, If you were here with me from the beginning, I thank you very much and hope to have you here for at least another 100 episodes. And as always, if you are interested in coming on and doing a behind the scenes featurette on the burning marketing questions feature that we do occasionally where we get people on to talk through their marketing troubles, uh, do reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com. Contact at theaudienceconverter.com. Put in the subject line, podcast guest for marketing. And we would love to start that conversation and see if you would be a great fit to come on and talk about your marketing journey. But there's been quite a number of changes over a hundred episodes. And I want you to realize what these changes are because it really speaks to why having a plan does not mean it's your forever plan. When I first launched this show, it was just the Audience Converter podcast. Only about six months ago did I decide, you know what? I really love people who are building communities. I love being a part of communities. I love helping others build their communities. That's who I want to work with. Because when you have a community, you have accountability, you have support. You also have whatever the training is that you actually offer. And it's a fantastic business model. So it's it's double or triple the value for you and double or triple the value for the members of your community as well. So when I first launched, it was Audience Creator Podcast. And it's now evolved into the Audience Converter Podcast for community leaders. When I first launched, it was strictly info, right? It was all about marketing, management, money, or mindset. And now we dive into what is it like to build that community? What is that process? What are the things uh, you know my guests struggle with that I struggle with? Because it is so important to realize that change is not bad. Change is actually fantastic. And change can be a huge catalyst for you reaching your next level. You just have to be open to it. And here's what that might look like. I said I launched this show at the same time as I launched a completely brand new business, which was the Audience Converter. That was the new business and it was the brand new show. 
the show was only on the air for about eight weeks <laughs> before the pandemic hit. Think about that for a moment. Only been launched for a few weeks before the pandemic hit. So again, completely brand new network, completely brand new business. And suddenly the world is completely changing. Now, a lot of people approach this change as a bad thing. Change was horrible. Oh no, things were going wrong. But those of us who realized, look, change is going to happen. Change is a part of life. Now, granted, none of us wanted this kind of huge change in our life and in our world. Absolutely none of us were hoping for something like this. But when you can take that moment and say, well, this change is happening, I can choose to view it as a good thing or a bad thing. When you choose to view it as good, you give yourself so many more opportunities. So embracing change, embracing changing the name, embracing changing the format, embracing changing who I was talking to, even embracing uh, a change of what category this this podcast got listed in. All of those things have helped me grow the podcast, but also especially have helped me grow the power of the podcast for being a positive resource for people and for building my community. So I, one of the big takeaways I, I have from this is that change is inevitable, change is important, and change is powerful, especially when you let your mind be open to what change can do for you. Another thing I learned is the importance of systems, right? When I first launched, I kind of had an idea, oh yeah, I've got a form, the form is nice. And then I quickly had people who were not entirely clear about what the show was about. I had people showing up, not knowing what the interview was for even though they had reached out to me and asked to be on the podcast. I had people not show up at all. I had people show up and want to just talk product, not have a conversation. My whole approach is marketing should be helpful. You should be using your marketing as a means to answer the question, how can I help you? And when you show up and say, my product does A, my product does B, my product does C, my product, my product, my product, that's not helpful. That's not useful. That's not valuable to my community. So it's really important for us to A, sit down and decide who's an ideal fit for us, who's an ideal fit for us to work with us, to work and be a part of our community, right? Um, People in my guest seat, I have to decide, are they a good fit? Can they provide value to my people? So knowing who your ideal people are, whether that's people to get on your podcast, people to interview for a video series or people to work with or people to be a part of your community. It's something I talk about a lot as part of the audience conversion method. Audience is number one, but a good portion of us, I feel kind of forget that we get to choose our audience and that you get to choose who you do and don't want to work with. You get to choose who you do and don't let into your community. So if there are people that just aren't a fit, maybe you're the best person ever to work with with entrepreneurial moms, but you're not a great fit for for people who are in the corporate world, then making that decision and saying, you know what, I really need to talk to these people as opposed to everybody. That can just be so powerful. So knowing and sitting down and deciding who is your ideal audience. Also having systems in place to get what you need done. Originally, I would say, hey, you want to book a time for the podcast? Here's my booking link. That booking link was literally 9 to 5 p.m. Monday through Friday. Book a time. But it's so much easier for me and for for my podcast guests in general to have specific timeframes. You don't have too many options. You don't have too few options any either. So what I did was I set aside specific days of the week. Those were podcasting days. Those were days I was going to focus on the podcast. And that's all I do on those days. Do interviews, 
to connections, to creation, to mapping, to planning. It's days for me to focus on my business. And part of that is on the podcast. As opposed to, uh, oh, well, I've got a project deadline today and I've got a podcast interview and there's another one tomorrow and there's another deadline in two days. That just makes it more stressful for you. So the importance of having systems and of being consistent, that's another huge, huge, huge lesson that I'm still learning while going through this process. I am a hundred episodes in, 100 episodes, three digits, a hundred episodes into the Audience Converter podcast for community leaders. And I'm still defining and finessing, if you will, my systems and consistency. I've always been a fan of building up your content library, but also having a plan to make that happen and having a plan to not be overwhelmed. At one point, I was about six months ahead on my audio, and I realized that was too long, right? If people are going to come on and they're going to do an interview and it's not going to go live for about six months, things can change so rapidly. So you don't want to be too far ahead and you don't want to be too far behind, So uh, while I'm still ahead on my audio library, which is great and fantastic, and it's helpful for my guests as well, so they can plan when they can be able to uh, promote their appearance because they know kind of at least when the episodes are going to go live, there are other things that I'm still struggling with. I'm still struggling with refining the uh, guest application, right? I want to make sure everyone who gets to sit down and record can give a great and fantastic episode. So figuring out what that process looks like and how to make it work best for you and the community. Also the importance of scheduling, right? Being able to put those blocks aside and say, here's the schedule. And realizing that we work in a global world, right? I am not a morning person. I do not enjoy getting on phone calls at 7 or 8 a.m. It is not my happy place. However, I've had guests from around the world. I've had guests from Australia. I've had guests from New Zealand. I've had guests from the UK. I've had guests from California, which, you know, Pacific times are always fun too, because what I feel is, you know, not so early for them is super, super early. So. One of the steps I took was creating a separate link that I give to people who are international so that it's an okay time for them and it's an okay time for me. It's maybe not great for everybody, but compromise and doing the small things that can help people feel welcome in your community is really powerful. So, you know, there's been so many great and wonderful ups and downs, so many fantastic conversations I've had, and most importantly, so many amazing and wonderful people I have met through doing this podcast. I put on a summit. Half the guests came from the podcast. I've put on workshops. I've had JV partners who've come from the podcast. I have done so many amazing things, and all of it can be traced back to having this fantastic tool that I've used for my marketing, for resource building, and of course, for relationship building. So I want to ask you, I want to challenge you, what can you do for a hundred times in a row? Think about that, a hundred episodes, 100 times sitting down in front of this microphone, hitting record, doing the editing, putting it up, writing the show notes, creating a creating a page on the website, uploading it to all of the platforms. Some of those things can get handed off. Some of those things I still handle myself. But a hundred times sitting down and hitting record and sharing my wisdom and other people's wisdoms. So I want to ask you, what do you think you could do for a hundred times in a row? It's a great way to build consistency, but a hundred might seem like a scary number. 
When I first sat down to create a podcast, I did not set out to create a hundred episodes of content. What I set out to do was create a great resource for people and a great tool to build my network. And I have done both of those, but originally my goal was, well, I want to get through one month. I want to get ahead, right? I don't want to be scrambling last minute to get my content in place. Then it was, oh, well, I want to just keep going for six months. Then, oh, I want to have another connection point with my people. So I want you to take a moment and challenge yourself. What could you do for 10 weeks in a row? Now, this podcast comes out every week. Some weeks it's once, most weeks it's twice a week now. What could you do though for 10 weeks in a row to consistently get your message out there, to build your network and to bring in the right audience members for your community? What could you do? What could you challenge yourself to do right here, right now for the next 10 weeks? I want to hear about it. Remember, reach out at contact at theaudienceconverter.com and tell me what is your challenge? What are you going to commit to doing over the next 10 weeks to be consistent in building your community. And one of the things you can do to build your community and make a huge impact is to make sure that you're drawing in the right people at the right time with the right message. Now, I know a lot of people struggle with writing their own copy. They struggle with knowing, well, if I do this for my marketing, how do I know if it's working? And I want to help you answer those questions. As I've talked about numerous times, I have the audience conversion method. It's a framework I use with all of my clients and with all of my students to help plan out their entire marketing strategy, initially for the first 12 months and then beyond. It is a framework that can be used across industries. And with this framework, you will never again sit down and be like, okay, it's time to do my marketing. What am I doing? So if you are interested And not only creating this framework for yourself and getting the first pieces in place. I'm talking your entry level. How are people getting into your world? How are people discovering your community? Usually it's something we call a lead magnet or a freebie or an ethical bribe or a free gift or your free video series, whatever that looks like. Do you know if it's for the right people and if it's doing the right things that you need to convert people into clients and to convert your audience into the goals that you have set for yourself for success. I would love to help you get that written. And you can do that at Audience Conversion Live. It's happening June 29th through July 1st. We have basic and VIP tickets. And during these three-day workshop-style virtual event, that's right, it's on Zoom, no worries, you do not have to travel anywhere. Uh, You can do it from the comfort of your living room, but it is workshop-style, which means by the time you leave, you will have all of those pieces of the beginning of your audience attraction funnel, the beginning of your audience conversion framework in place. You are going to write all of that copy and leave with it ready. There will be opportunities for live feedback, for networking, for peer review, and a few hot seat opportunities as well. So check it out at theaudienceconverter.com slash live, theaudienceconverter.com slash live. And of course, all of the links that I've mentioned here will be in the show notes as always. But really, I would love to have you join because my goal is to help as many community leaders as possible, get their message out to the right people. Those who are already looking for your help, they just don't know your name yet. Right, check out theaudienceconverter.com slash live to discover more about Audience Conversion Live happening June 29th through July 1st. And uh, you can get your copy written 
landing page, gift, opt-in copy, and more. We're talking about all of that will be finalized during this three-day workshop style event. I would love to see you there. So I want to thank you for listening to this uh, very special episode about looking back at 100 episodes, you know, talking about consistency, the importance of systems, and basically just the lessons learned from doing something 100 times in a row for your own marketing. I would love to know what you are committing yourself to for the next 10 weeks to be consistent and to show up and share your message with people so that you can start bringing in more of the right people at the right time with the right message. Until next time, keep calm and check out the Audience Conversion Live event. Thanks for listening to the Audience Converter Podcast. For more information and important links about today's show or for access to our website, visit theaudienceconverter.com. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.